you had to give me something, would you rather give me $20, like of your own money right now, $20, or two hours of your time? If you would rather, if you had to give me something, if you'd rather give me $20, I need you to come on this side of the room, and if you would rather give me just two hours of your time, go on this side of the room. No, it's, it's just you and I, just like we're hanging out, grabbing coffee. It's un- uninterrupted time, like consecutive time, so you can't split it up or anything, just, but two hours of your time. $20, two hours. $20, two hours. So, yeah, two hours is not bad. Huh? Yeah, so you guys would all rather give me two hours? Awesome. All right. Here we go. Here's my next question. Would you rather give me $100 or or 10 hours of uninterrupted time? $100 or I'll I'll say this. We'll say 10 hours just throughout your whole week. You can split it up however you want to. 10 hours, $100. All right. Now let's do this. 10 hours consecutive time. You, you have to give me a full day. 10 hours of, a, of any time. $100 or 10 hours. So you guys are all saying that like this next week, let's say next week, think, think through your head, whether you're on spring break, you're going, you, have, you got work, you got something like that, but you would rather skip all of those things if it meant that you save 100 bucks. All of you would give me 10 uninterrupted, un- uninterrupted hours. And you guys would be like, I ain't even got, you know, 100 bucks. Or I'm going on a trip. I'm not going to leave my trip for just because I'm feeling nice. So, but all you guys are saying, I give you 10 hours. All right. $150, 15 hours. Consecutive. 15 hours. If it helps anything, there's only 168 hours in a week. So like 15, I feel like really isn't that bad. 150 hours or 15 hours. No, you cannot split this up. So we're we're hanging out from 7 a.m. till till 10. From 7 to 10, we're hanging out all day. Guys, this is so sweet. I didn't even think I was going to, like, feel this good, like, from this. But you guys are so sweet. And I, I get because, like, I'm busy. Like, everyone's busy. We're all busy, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, it's a 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. All right, $200, 20 hours. Consecutive. Consecutive. <laughs> you guys are wild. All right, you guys can have a seat. You guys can have a seat. Okay, but we can, we can all agree. We can all agree right now that both time and money are both really important things. They're, they're like, I mean, a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks, right? Sure, you could probably make that, like, you know, if you have a job, or, but if you don't have a job, then a hundred bucks is a lot of money, right? You're only getting money from Christmas, birthday, maybe Easter, your family does that, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, but both of these things are, are just important. They're precious things to us. But we all kind of know that for some people, hey, you know what, like, Maybe giving a hundred bucks is really just not that bad. You know, I don't know how loaded y'all are. Like, you 
the bus, it'd be, you know, that'd be chunk change. And for some of you, you know, like if you're going on a trip and you're going to be gone, like that time is way more valuable. And so like if you were to give up some time like next week, like there, there's definitely, it, it doesn't really equate like one hour of your time next week could not really equal to another person's hour next week. Just depends on how busy you guys are. Depends on how much money you have, like all these things like that. Here is my question when it comes to just being nice and giving stuff away. Does anyone ever, you know, Eunice, raise your hand, feel obligated to, like, be generous with what you have? Money, time. Like, does anyone just kind of be like, I feel like I'm just probably supposed to be, like, either obligated, I have a duty, whether you're a Christian or, or not. Like, you're just like, you know what, I'm supposed to probably give stuff away, be nice, be, be generous, okay? The thing is, literally most of us, like, most of us, we, we all kind of feel that we are probably supposed to be generous. Now, I, I use two examples, like time and money. Like you can be generous with your time, you can be generous with your money, but we all kind of feel like deep down we should be generous. And so tonight, that's actually what we're going to be talking about, but we're going to kind of answer, spend our whole time talking about two questions. The two questions is why, like why should we be generous? And then the second question is like how much is generous? You know, like is 100 bucks generous? Like, and, I'm, and we're not just, we're, we're moving past just giving me money or giving me time. We're not collecting offerings. You're good. We're not asking you for money tonight. Um, but a hundred bucks could be really generous to some people and not 10 bucks could be really generous to other people. So that's what we're spending the time uh, tonight answering those two questions. Why should we give? And then how much should we give of, of anything? And we're going to answer the second question real quick. We'll talk about it more later. This is the big idea. This is the thing. Hey, if you just want to remember this one thing, remember this. How much should you give? The big idea, give till it hurts. I'm not going to tell you like a specific number of anything to give. But you should give till it hurts. And so we're going to see this in Mark chapter 12. Uh, so if you have a Bible, you can go to Mark chapter 12. If you don't, it'll be on the screen. Um, but Mark chapter 12 will be at the end of the chapter, and uh, we're not skipping chapter 11 and 12, but we're just going to kind of summarize it. Like, Jesus has been doing his thing. He's teaching. He's healing. Um, he, he's doing his awesome miracles, and this whole time, he's kind of spent all this time, like, around the suburbs, around the country towns, the, the, the rural area, thing like that, and there's this transition. It's actually the, where he's going to spend the rest of his time in the book of Mark, where he is now in Jerusalem, okay? So Jerusalem is like the capital area. This is where they have the temple that people would do their sacrifices. This is where all of their like political leaders and religious leaders, like they would all hang out. And so for the rest of the book, Jesus is, is more like seeing how these religious leaders are doing stuff and he's kind of more nitpicking and, and calling out how they're just not doing a great job. And so that's kind of the context that's leading into where we see Mark chapter 12, starting in verse 41. You guys ready? Awesome. Let's do it. All right. So this is what it says. Verse 41. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came in and dropped two small coins. Now, that word two small coins is actually, there's a Greek word for it because there's an actual currency associated with it. Um, one small coin, it was like a bronze or a, a copper coin. It's like the equivalent of like their modern day like penny. Um, one of these coins is like one, like think of the fraction, like one, 128th of like a day's wage. So if you had two of them, that's like 164th of a day's wage. So you can do some math. Uh, does anyone know what minimum wage is in Missouri? 
$12, that's right. You get that money. Yeah, $12. So if you ain't getting that, then you should leave. I'm kidding. No. Um, or do. We'll see, how, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, so $12 is minimum wage. That's how much you are legally required to get for one hour of work. Okay? So a day's wage is eight hours. So do some math. 12 times eight is huh? 96. So a day's wage currently is $96. A day's wage back then, I have no idea. But one sixty-fourth of 96, you know that math? If you would, I would be really impressed. It's the equivalent of $1.50 today. $1.50. So did, did you know it? Like just off the top of your head? You actually said a dollar fifty, guys. Can we just celebrate that? Like that's <laughs> way to go, way to go. So this lady gave the modern day equivalent of a buck fifty. Let's keep going. It says that Jesus called his disciples uh, to him and said, "I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given." everything she had to live on. And so, if you've grown up in church, you have heard this story. But if you've also, like, read this story, heard about this story, it's a really confusing story to read. Because, like, we're asking the question, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Right? Like, if you were to just read this story, like, reading through the book of Mark, you're asking God, hey, God, what do you want me to learn from this? It's it, like the questions that come from that's pretty confusing. Like, does God want us to give everything we have? Well, maybe. I don't know. But you can only, like, you can only do that once, right? Or uh, does God then want us to be poor? Is that what this is saying? Like, that God likes poor people more than he likes rich people? Or is this saying, okay, well, what, what if I don't have a job? You know, how am I going to keep giving money? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? You know, like, if, if you're a, a sixth or seventh grader and you don't have a job, what is this? What is the story that God has preserved in his word? Like, what are we supposed to do with that? How many of y'all have, have heard of, like, the thing called the tithe? Anyone heard of the tithe? Or ha- it's the, like, hey, you're supposed to give, like, 10% of your stuff. It's like, raise your hand. I'm looking at you. I don't see where I am. Okay. Um, where is that in the Bible? Does, does anyone feel, so I said, like, there's verses where it mentions that. But like, like right now, like all of us have heard, oh yeah, I'm supposed to give 10%, but like, I don't know, what does that mean? Are you still supposed to do that? What does the law say? Like there, there's all these fun questions that we can ask. Fun fact, if there's a couple places where it says we're supposed to tithe to this thing, tithe to this thing, and still give like an offering to this thing. And so if you were to really take it literally, follow all the verses, you're supposed to be giving like 23.3% of everything you have. And they even went even more literal and like their whole tenth is like, let's say you went to the grocery store bought a thing of eggs, you're supposed to give 1.2 of your eggs to the church. You know, they had to tithe everything. And so, like, like we, we can ask all these questions, like, what are we supposed to do with this? And this is what we are going to talk about tonight, because, like, the whole, like, the heart of this message, the heart of the passage of what Jesus is showing for us is this, that God, or I'll, I'll go back, that we should be generous with everything. We should be generous people, and God really loves it when we're generous. If you want to know that what is the heart of this passage, it is that we should be generous, and God really loves it when we are. 
But you have to go back to those two questions. Why and how much? What is classified as generous? And we already talked about this. So this is going to be point number one. How much should I give? Like what counts as generous? Because like I said, like you can literally be generous with almost anything. You can be generous by giving money away, right? Like give money to uh, your church that you go to. You can give money to the homeless person. You can, you, can, you can do things like that. You can also be generous with your time, right? Like if you don't have a whole lot of time to give because of extracurriculars or, um, you, you know, you have family dinners, you have a job, you have school, like, you know, you, you don't have the time to, to give, maybe you can. Maybe you do spend an afternoon hanging out with someone so you can encourage them or you, you can, um, you know, spend some time with someone that, you know, you're maybe not really close with. You know, you, like you can spend some time by serving here at the bridge or even at church. You know, like there's all these ways that we can be generous with our time. But you can also like, I don't know, donate. You can, you can give away clothes that you don't use. Um, you can give away, you know, toys that you don't play with anymore. You know, you can give away like game stuff. You can, you, you know, you can donate all of these things that you just don't use. Um, gosh, here, this is a fun one. Uh, like when it comes to the serving thing, uh, you can be generous by like helping someone, like by dog sitting, babysitting, um, fixing someone's car. You know, you, you can do all these things and then not get any money for it. Like that can be a way that you can be generous is by serving without getting expecting anything um, in return. So there's all these ways that we can be generous, but wh- what's the line of your giving stuff away, your serving, compared to like when when is the line of generosity, right? If I was to give you one minute of my time, is that generous? Most of y'all would probably say no. I would probably say no. I got tons of minutes, you know? So giving you one minute isn't, isn't a whole lot. So when does it turn from it's giving me something to generous? And the answer is you should probably give um, until it hurts. Because <laughs> if you give out of surplus, this is what the rich people did um, in the story. They had a ton of money. So giving a ton of money to the church wasn't hard. But the lady who, had, who gave away everything, that's when Jesus was like, hey, that's, that's suspicious. Uh, I used this story a couple uh, months ago that um, we, Lydia and I, we ran out of like coat hangers and stuff. Like we, we had too many clothes, not enough coat hangers. And so I just started taking a bunch of clothes and I just donated them. And Lydia was like freaked out. She's like, how, are you, how is that so easy? I was like, well, I haven't worn like these 15 shirts, 10 shirts in years. So it, it, that part wasn't generous of me. It was easy to give those things away. Giving till it hurts is like if I have four pairs of pants and I give away two of them. I mean, like, hopefully, like, that part makes sense. But here's, here, let me, uh, I'm going to quote the guy. Um, his name's C.S. Lewis. If you've heard of him, praise God. If you haven't, he's really cool. Um, he was a guy uh, in England, like, 1950, 40, something like that. And uh, we're going to quote him, research papers, any kind of papers you have to write at school. Make sure you don't plagiarize. Just because you have eyes, you can't plagiarize. Quote your sources, okay? This is what he says. Uh, C.S. Lewis says, I do not believe one can settle on how much we ought to give. Um, I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. In other words, if our expenditure on comforts, luxuries, amusements, etc., is up to the standard common among those with the same income as our own, we are probably giving away too little. 
Okay, yeah, if our charity is meaningless, the stuff that you give away does not at all pinch or hamper us, I should say that they are too small. There ought to be things we should like to do and cannot do because our charitable expenditure excludes them. I get it. That's not really old English because, you know, it's only like 70 years ago. But this is, this is what he's saying. Let's say you have $1,000, okay? Your lifestyle, the things that you do, the, when your friends invite you to go hang out, like things like that, it should not look like you have $1,000. It's saying like we should almost have to say, hey, I, I, can't, I can't grab dinner after the bridge party. Sorry. Like I can't, uh, like, I don't know, I can't go on that trip. Hey, I can't go see that movie. I can't do whatever it is because of how generous we are doing. Like there's certain things with however much money that you have, however much time that you have, like all these things like that, we should not be able to have the same lifestyle as other people who also have that same lifestyle or make that same amount of money, have that same amount of time. Hopefully that makes sense, but just simply like, hey, like there should be things that we should say like, hey, I can't do that because I just don't have the money because I'm giving that somewhere else. And so first thing, how much should I give? You should give till it hurts. But here is the more important question. Uh, Point number two, why should I be generous? Why should you be generous. And we're going to read um, a couple of verses. It's, it's a little bit of a longer thing. And so if you do have your Bible either on your phone or, you know, paper copy, something like that, uh, why don't you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. We're going to camp out here for pretty much the rest of our time. Um, Paul, he's writing this letter to the church in the city called Corinth. Um, and at this time, there's this really bad famine. You know, there are people who are in need. They're hungry. They're starving. And so they're kind of collecting up this, like, love offering thing. And they're going to use this money from all these churches that they've gathered so they can feed hungry people. And so uh, Paul is writing to this church, and this is what it says. Now, I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches of Macedonia. That's like Greece. Uh, they are being tested by many troubles, and they are very poor. Okay, so that's the, that's the background. But they are also filled with abundant joy which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify they have gave not only what they could afford, but far more, and they did it of their own free will. This is, a, this is the craziest thing about this. It, it, it's like, hey, like they were not forced to do this. They were poor, and they still gave even though that they were poor. Keeps going. And it says, They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gifts for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped for their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us just as God wanted them to do. So we have urged Titus to encourage uh, your giving in the first place to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving. Paul's saying, hey, keep going. And it finishes with this. Since you excel in so many ways. Again, Paul is talking to a real church. And he's saying, you guys do an awesome job at this. You guys have amazing faith. You have gifted speakers. Uh, you, have, you have all the knowledge. You have enthusiasm. And you love us a whole bunch. I want you to excel also in this gracious act of giving. I am not commanding you to do this. Paul is not forcing them to, to, to do this. He's saying, hey, I, I want you guys to want to do this. But notice this, this is this last part. But I am telling
testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the other Christians. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make you rich. So going back to this whole thing, why in the world should we give till it hurts? Why in the world should we give anything, not just to the church, but to other people? Why should we give our time? Why should we give all of our talents? Why should, we, why should we give stuff away? And it's because Jesus did it first. Like, that's literally what this is saying. He's saying, like, hey, hey, we get to prove, we get to show people that we love Jesus by how generous we are. And Jesus was the model. It says that Jesus, though he was rich, meaning he was literally in heaven, big chill. He had all the things that he wanted to. Though he was rich, he became poor so that we could be rich. Like, he came to the earth. Earth's pretty ghetto. Like, it's, it's really messed up. There's wasps, poison ivy, you know, like, all, all the things, right? He came to the earth and died so that if we surrender our lives to him, he then makes us rich so we get to partake. We get all the gifts and all of the joys that come from being a follower of Jesus. We get to spend eternity with Jesus. We get to have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We get to have the freedom and the ability to do all the things that God has asked us to do. So it's not like, hey, this is like, if there's anything that you're going to hear from tonight, it is not, you need to be generous. That's the last thing what the Bible's telling us to do. You need to be generous. Give more, give more, give more. Give more of your time, give more of, of your money. Firmly believe that what the Bible is telling us is, hey, you get to give all of yourself to people who need it, to people who want it, to people who they can then see how good of a God we serve. It's because of what Jesus has done we get to serve other people. So, like, this is my last question, and I want you guys to really wrestle with this in your family time, really wrestle with this uh, just as you go through the week. How can you be generous this week? There's tons of ways that you can be generous. How can you be generous? Because easy to, to love people, hard to love people, this week. All right, let me pray. Heavenly Father, um, God, I just thank you so much for being kind and generous towards us. Just like what your holy scriptures say that you went first, like you were kind and generous towards us. And so now that we, we have been freed to be kind and generous towards others. God, I pray that if there's anyone in here that has never uh, experienced that kindness from you through surrendering their life to you, I pray that tonight would be the night. But I pray that you would just encourage the followers of you to just literally follow what you've done and be generous and kind to the people around us. God, I pray that you would just get so much glory from the generosity that's shown through us. I pray that we would get so much joy from the generosity that we show. And I pray that the world would just get all of the good and that they would see just how amazing you are as our Savior. We love you so much, God. Thank you so much for loving us first. In Jesus' name.